The look she gave Joe moved him in an unexpected way. He shifted in his seat, coughed, and when he couldn't slow his heart down, he became angry. Joe turned to the interpreter, George, his finger pointing at the short brown man. Tell her that this is unacceptable. We don't pay her to do nothing. His digits shifted to the woman as he finished the sentence. George translated Joe's words into Arabic and the woman's face scrunched up for a split second. Creases spreading, disappearing. Joe ignored her demeanor, pulled out half the usual money and handed it over to her. She counted it, then shot him a look of hatred. He felt a surge of pride at having defeated his weaker self. "'You really think I don't do enough this week?' she asked him in a heavy accent when George left to get the car. Joe looked at her. Her veil wasn't on yet, so he could see her face with all its imperfections. She had beautiful brown eyes, glimmering like just-discovered planets, and a set of fertile lips that begged to be bitten. The war and the insurgency that followed hadn't done her any favors and a few scars broke across her smooth cheek. But it was those big brown eyes, flickering with a wisdom he felt he had never experienced, to which he now felt himself addicted. Joe felt his throat tightening and decided to sigh and shrug his shoulders. It didn't help. A feeling was tearing out from inside him. It told him that any distance from this woman was too much. This was weak thinking. His boss, his teammates, would tear him apart if they thought for a second he was falling in love with some cumrag, an indigenous one at that. The team. He had to remember the team. And his woman.